Hey, how's it going everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Talk Shop Podcast. As you guys know, the Talk Shop Podcast is a platform that allows individuals to talk about their jobs, hobbies, passion projects, and just cool things that they have going on in their lives. Now, a few weeks ago, I got one of my buddies, Manny, to come on the podcast and we talked about Movember and No Shave November. Two great causes that are built on the platform that you raise awareness for men's health. Since we are in the middle of this now, uh, it's the middle of November, so I wanted to check back in and talk about it. So the reason that this cause got started was because of prostate cancer. For everybody out there, for men out there, you should get your prostate checked at the age of 50, but African Americans and people who have prostate cancer in their family, like a history of it, should start talking to their doctors at the age of 45. Another thing that goes with men's health is your testes, your testicles, making sure that your fellas down there are good. So, you know, getting comfortable with checking them down there. And for women, you know, check your breast. That's very important as well. Breast cancer, testicle cancer. These are things that we want to be aware of, getting familiar with so that we can catch it early on. Something interesting I found out about your boys down there is that if you lose one, you can still have kids. I always thought that when you had one, it wasn't possible, but that's not true. Um, the reason people like donate sperm is because of like the treatments, like the treatments that they may need. And then that's where the issue is. But with one guy down there, you can still have sex and you can still reproduce. Another thing about awareness on our health is just being active. For everyone out there that wants to have kids, you want to be in good shape. You want to live long enough to see your kids grow and all that. So you want to be in good health. That's very important. And for everybody that doesn't want kids, you know, you want to take care of yourself too. Nobody's going to watch out for you besides you. So that's very important. So people do this for many different reasons. Um, there might be a different cause that makes us want to raise awareness on it. And me personally, I think I gravitate towards this cause because of mental health. That is a very big issue, especially in men. But, you know, I think we're we're becoming a progressive nation, society, hopefully, and we're opening up and breaking stigmas where men can talk about their feelings and things like that. But, you know, mental health is a very important issue. And it's something that we need to tackle. And that was one of the reasons that I gravitated towards this cause more than anything. Um, we got to be there for each other. And that's one of the things that we can do, spending time with our friends. I know most of us have our significant others, but it's always a good thing to get out there with your friends, your boys, your gals, whatever. Have a good time. You know, and another thing is talk to them. And if you see something in your friend, make sure to talk to them. Check in with them. Ask them what's going on. Uh, on the Movember website, you can find a lot of great information. And this stat came up on there. And it said that 70% of men say their friends can rely on them for support. But only 48% say that they rely on their friends. So that just means there's a gap like that we're not meeting eye to eye on our friends are there for us that's why they're our friends our family are as well and so reach out to them and the things that you can do is talk ask listen encourage action and check back in with them what this is saying is talk with them ask them what's going on um if they you know you know, most of us can sense something when something's wrong and, you know, you want to initiate that conversation, see how they're doing. 
don't take short answers as an okay whatever you know be there for your friend encourage them to take action to get help there's a lot of groups out there there's hotlines one of the things i highly recommend is even before you start a conversation or if you see something recommend the movember.com website there's a lot of information there to help you engage and for resources and then after all of that once you have your conversation check back in with them you know make sure it doesn't go to waste like you started it come back to it make sure your friends are okay one of the most important things that i read on there is don't try to diagnose your friend your a pair of open ears and you know getting helping them get it off their chest is great but go to the website check it out that's why it's there that's why people are raising money for all this to help the cause help find resources and things like that but yeah just want to check back in with you guys on that some great information hopefully your movembers are going well hopefully it's starting conversations and that's about it oh so i can't stress this enough boys girls ladies gentlemen go to the movember.com website there's a lot of great information there some interesting facts it's more focused towards men but the things there too pertain to women and that's amazing go check it out movember.com and i am fundraising for this so you can go to my instagram and there's a link there that you can donate and on facebook too as well and yeah check it out spread it tag people whatever you gotta do let as we talked before share this episode Okay, so now that was just a recap of the previous, the thing I was passionate about. But so, yes, I got my buddy Manny to come onto the podcast and help me have a conversation about Movember, raising awareness, all that stuff. Manny's not a podcaster. Manny's just a really good friend of mine. It's been a while since we hung out. And we ended up talking for three hours. We talked for three hours. If you go back, that episode was like 45 minutes. And I think a little bit towards the end, we did get a little bit off the rails. So there's a lot of extra audio there. It kind of, it had a flow. It had a conversation. Kind of an interesting take on something different. You know, Manny was here to help me out to spread awareness but his thing is conspiracy theories and this conversation got kind of heavy into that and it's pretty entertaining and originally when I started this podcast the talk shop podcast was my professional angle like it was going to be about jobs hobbies passion projects all that stuff but I know people don't only live in that one world and so I came up with the concept called bullshitting over beers and me and Manny were drinking during this recording and it turned out to be exactly that so I am rolling this episode out it is the first official bullshitting over beers episode and hopefully it's the first of many if it does well then I'll go back and start asking people that you've heard from before, soccer players, bodybuilders, fighters, artists, whatever it is. Uh, I'll go back, grab a couple beers, and we'll have a full-on conversation that's what they're about. So, yeah, here you guys go without a further ado. I give you the first episode of Bullshitting Over Beers. We usually... Try not to cuss too much on this show, but this episode is all over the place. So if that's not something that you're interested in, you can go ahead and shut off the episode now. Just a heads up to everybody because I do talk to a lot of people and I know quite a bit of you guys don't like the cussing. So just fair warning. 
Enjoy, guys. And I'll see you guys next week. Hey, can you believe this? So, in the last like couple weeks, I met like 10 people. And I told them about the podcast. And they're like, what's a podcast? Really? And they're like 21. Well, like three of them are like in their early 20s. And then some of them were like like 30 years old. And I found it really weird. I was like, damn, like I'm going about this all wrong because I thought everybody knew what a podcast was. Yeah, it's like, it's almost, it's hard to listen to the radio now. <laughs> <laughs> You're like with all these other options out there. Like I can deal with like a. I mean, you listen to podcasts, so you know it's like I can deal with like a, a thirty minute ad for like Talkspace or something. <laughs> I don't want to hear uh, like this car insurance, like weird scripted thing from like Power One Hundred Six or something. Like, <laughs> can't afford car insurance. Yeah, dude, I was well because not just podcasts, but I listen to a lot of audio books as well. So yeah. I go back and forth, but yeah, radios. Like, not even... Unless it's Dodger games. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not messing with anything that I can't fast-forward or rewind. to AM570. <laughs> AM570, baby. Dodger talk radio. I don't know. I can't remember if I've told you, but, like, I'll, I'll listen to Power 106 every once in a while because my buddy I work with, his brother is the uh, host in the morning. Oh, okay, it's cool. Like, man, it's like every other song is Drake. It's like... <laughs> well, you right, don't man, want him to call it. you on your cell phone? All right, man, we get it. <laughs> There's, there's other artists out there. Hey, you're a Laker fan. He brought out LeBron James the other night. <laughs> I actually didn't watch the game, the first game. I was. Isn't that today? So he played. They played the other night. Uh, oh, preseason. Yeah, they, the it was like the first. I think he started the first game. He started. Uh, oh, okay. But uh, against the Suns or Trailblazers, they played. Dude, I don't even remember. I told you I'm working a bunch of overtime. So like, I, I think it was. It was the same day as uh, Game Four for the Dodgers, and so I was watching that, and then like I knocked out, and like I just I adulthood. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's like a race between me and my five-year-old son to see who falls asleep faster. <laughs> Dude, that I, that game went until like midnight, and I was up until midnight watching it. I was the only one up, so I'm like, God. What are you doing? I know my mom and dad are retired, so like they stayed up and watched it. Like, like I I knocked out. We have this like family group text that everyone texts each other on. Like me, my brother, uh, my wife Emily, my mom, and my dad. But like, whenever whatever time the game ended, my mom starts texting everybody like "Woohoo, Dodgers!" And like, I was asleep, but Emily was like, "Your phone's going off. What's happening?" <laughs> And I was like, I don't know. Just put it on silent. <laughs> you don't believe in do not disturb? Though, hey, I, I love- turn it. No, because like I do believe in that, but like I set it too early. And so like I'll still be on my phone laying mm-hmm. in bed. And then I'm like, I turn it off. <laughs> like, And then I'll forget to put it back on before I actually fall asleep. Well, I meant, I meant uh, do not disturb on that family chat. Oh, I, no. I love my family, but they're, love, they're yeah. on that do not disturb. Trust me. So like I do do that sometimes. Like when I was living in bishop when we first moved up there i had sprint which like sprint doesn't exist up in bishop it's i don't only, think sprint uh exists anywhere exists. so like it literally like I, I literally only had reception in a small section of bishop but i would be driving like an hour south or an hour north sometimes for work and like i'd come back into the city of bishop and i'd have like 42 texts and like <laughs> everyone's like asking me questions like Oh, why didn't you respond? I'm like, I'm not going through all that. Like, I'm not following this conversation <laughs> three hours after the fact. Like, that's whatever happens from here on out, I'll pay attention to. But if I'm not there for that, I'm not going back and reading all that pictures and videos. And oh, see, I do that. So maybe that's why they're on the. That's that's why I have them on Do Not Disturb because I'll, I'll go back. But if I didn't have them on Do Not Disturb, I might not go back. That's yeah. a very solid point. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Well, that was the other thing too. Is like. When you have no reception, I don't know, like, <laughs> the videos and pictures don't download. And so, like, people will be like, did you like the, like, or did you see that? Like, no, I didn't. Even when I came back to having reception, the pictures never downloaded. So, like, I don't know if that was just with Sprint. But, like, we ended up getting out of our contract because there was no reception up there. <laughs> so, <laughs> they, like, didn't charge us to get out of it. And so, we ended up going to the Verizon. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about interviews before this and, like, uh my interviews, I have to have like an opening and closing statement. And so 
I kind of like, sometimes I'll like record myself, like I'll have it written out. I'll record myself so I can listen to it over and over so I can like memorize it. And I hate the way I sound. <laughs> so like, yeah, I get what, I get what people mean. Like, okay, I'll see you next episode. So reels, I'll see you in like two weeks. Dog. <laughs> so really quick note on that. Uh, word of advice, write down your key points. And That's, then just practice it over and over. That was one thing my old supervisor told me. And he was like, put, he's like, do, uh, like flashcards and bullet points. Because sometimes when they're interviewing you, they're going to interrupt you and ask you a question on that. And he's like, <clears throat> if you're memorizing, memorizing like a sentence, you're not going to remember where to pick back up. But if you memorize your bullet points, you kind of know, like, uh-huh. this is what I still have left. Yeah. Dude, this, podcast is the first time well this episode is the first time we sit down and record it but i have rehearsed this like every day for like the last two weeks in my car i can imagine that yeah like this is i learned that early on when i was listening to like my original episodes i was like oh man i gotta set my game up here this is something i want to do i gotta yeah i remember when i listened to uh your first episode with your cousin uh was the bodybuilder. bodybuilder. And I remember you telling me, like, I recorded it a few times. I think you guys mentioned it in the episode. Yeah, we recorded it twice. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, that sounds... There's some podcasts where I listen to where it's like, you can tell it's, like, heavily edited, and then other times it's like, you could tell when it's not. And I think... I I don't think it makes a difference as far as, like, the listeners go. Oh, like, yeah. I, people don't care. Like, whether... There's those audio files that, like, you know, I listen to a bunch of podcasts. So, like, people complain, like, I heard you chewing chips, like, two episodes <laughs> back. Like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Like, and it's like, I don't care. <laughs> I listen to some podcasts where people record episodes in their car sometimes. And it's like, <laughs> I don't, I don't notice the difference. Dude, what, <laughs> uh, me and Cece, we did our Love Brands episode. Yeah, yeah. We were supposed to meet uh, at a buddy's house to record that, and they weren't there. Uh, and I was like, should we just record this in the car? Like, let's do this. I got AC. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. I know. That's one thing. Uh, working outside, like I have to call customers sometimes. I'm like, that's the thing that sucks about like recordings or something. Cause like I'll, I'll call customers and they're like, I can't hear you. I'm like, Oh, I have the AC on full blast. Excuse me one second. It's like 90 degrees outside. <laughs> Let me turn this down, talk to you for 30 seconds and sweat my ass out. <laughs> You know, it's funny, like my uh, conspiracy theorist brain is like, I remember when uh, I was listening to the episode with Cece, uh, in my head, so this is one weird conspiracy theory about like the the education system. Okay. <laughs> uh, and what it's essentially what, what the American uh, education system is based on like this uh, Prussian education system and how it doesn't, how it doesn't work. <laughs> like uh in my head like every time i hear something i'm like oh man i wish they would delve into this <laughs> or something like that but like like side note like <laughs> yeah. sidetrack yeah like uh what was that old um show on vh1 <laughs> like in music videos where they like so pop, pop up, up and, videos yeah. <laughs> just like, fun just, fact yeah uh, was, uh, that'd be cool some people are like oh damn pop-up videos and other people are like what the hell are they talking about <laughs> Yeah, like I told you earlier, if you decide to put in that whole like a uh, hip hop thing, I've already showed my age, so that's all. Right. You showed your age. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I, I've told people my age on this because actually, some people had told me like when I told them about the podcast, and as they were listening, they're like, "I think it would be really cool if you you add age into it," because. I think as a society, we're always like worried, like, am I where I need to be at my age? And like, you'll see some people like ahead of the curve and you'll see some people behind the curve. And I think it's just reassuring to some people. Yeah, that's true. Cause it, I it, can see that. Yeah. It's funny. Like, um, like my nephew, he's, he'll be 11 this year. And it's like, I remember thinking like when I was 11, like, I don't really remember like exactly like my thought, but I always felt like I was ahead of the curve. And I know he's a smart kid, but it's like, if you were to ask him any question right now, it would be related to Fortnite in some way. You know? like, <laughs> and it's just like, even in my head as like a 10 or 11 year old, like I might've thought 
something was cool but like if i were to hear myself now <laughs> just talking about whatever i was into at that age i'd, I'd be so embarrassed hey. tupac just dissed bad boys records <laughs> it was the craziest shit and i'm waiting this. for the music video <laughs> i just bought this key sweat greatest hits album you guys gotta listen to this shit <laughs> that's real you're a big music person so i believe that coming over to the barbecues and shit like tío tío put this on that was one. Uh, so that's another thing too. Like with your episode with Danny, like every time, like since I've known Danny, every time me and Danny get together, we always end up talking about music and shit. And so, <clears throat> and I, I ran into Danny the other day, and like every time I talk, I'm like, "Dude, I love that episode. It's funny as shit. Yeah, the fantasy football episode is is so fucking funny to me. It's just like, it, I don't know. It's funny to hear your friends on podcasts, and like, <clears throat> I don't know if like. Listen to a podcast where like people I don't know like do the podcast, and it's like I wonder if they know this person outside <clears throat> of the podcast. And like you've interviewed a lot of our friends, and it's like you guys don't talk really about the history, like but like we've known each other for like fifteen years. <laughs> and it's like that doesn't like other than like the chemistry, like it doesn't really convey that we've like known each all other. known each other. Like it doesn't come across, and like we don't no one really tell stories of. <laughs> Yeah, we don't tell that. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you on that. Yeah, because it's kind of hard because you kind of want to keep, you don't want to make the the listeners outsiders in it. So then it's kind of like we kind of go into it like knowing like a neutral zone. Yeah. Like, okay, we can't really cross that boundary because then people are going to get lost. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah, other people, they're, like when they do their podcast, it's very like they all know that they want to go on and do this type of work. So then they they have a different chemistry together. Yeah, Danny's episode was actually changing for me. I think it opened my eyes a lot into it. And I think it helped me a lot. And it's funny because me and Danny go back and forth a lot. And yeah, that's <laughs> the one thing that you guys can both definitely talk shit. And so it was kind of nice. Like you guys both definitely like it's a funny episode to me just because, like, just the back and forth between you guys is funny. <laughs> it's and, all the whole, and the whole history about it was kind of crazy, too. I don't know how yeah. long fantasy had been going on. No, yeah, definitely a great episode. Uh, it was one of my favorites to record. I It's funny because, like, on Instagram, I always do, every once in a while, I'll do videos. I got to set my game up there. But I always go like, this was my favorite episode up to date. Cause it's always like something I always take away from it that's memorable, you know? And it's always fun just to like conversate with people. And that one was really one where I was like, damn, <laughs> that, that one was different. <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes we take it for granted. Like we think that I have a great concept. I have something coming. Like, let me put it out there and then I want reward right away. Right. But it doesn't work that way yeah. in reality. So, you know, for some people it happens sooner than others. Some people it might not ever happen or, or it might happen and they don't realize that it happened because it's not to the level that they want it. Right. So yeah, I think that's a, like one of the reasons I like emphasize that. Yeah. It's because there's not always like a right away transaction with anything. Right. The thing I think about is like, um, I can't remember which award ceremony, like Grammys, I think, like the music when they always have like a new artist of the year. And like most of the time when you talk to them, it's like, oh, but I've been doing this for like 15 years before I got my new artist of the year award. Like I didn't start last year and this is where Yeah, I'm at definitely. <clears throat> That's takes, actually a good point. Time. And it takes passion and, and. Like, what was it? Uh, like Macklemore beat out Kendrick Lamar on Good Kid Matt City. Oh right, yeah. For like best new rap album. Or like n- new artist. New artist, yeah, which and uh Macklemore Neither is of like, them, at least to me were new artists, but No, definitely. <clears throat> Resp- I, yeah, they were definitely if you're into like the underground and the like you follow up on them on what they originally did. Right. That was like their first like major record album. Yeah. But even then, like Macklemore and uh, what's the guy's name? Oh, uh, the DJ, pro- the uh, producer, yeah. 
Yeah, I can't remember his name. He wasn't. I don't. I don't remember. They if he met was on. on his, they met on like MySpace. Yeah, I think so. It's uh, you know who else met on MySpace too? I think uh, Cunning Linguist. I think one's from. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh. I think they met on MySpace too, like, uh, and just traded vocals and put out. Because I think uh, I know they're both from the South. I think one's from Atlanta, and one's from Kentucky. And I think they traded vocals and put out like a like demos and shit. Oh wow! Well, like uh, Mac Lamore and the other guy, they um, yeah, one was putting out beats on MySpace and the other one was putting out lyrics, and the, I think that's how they met. But Kendrick Lamar wasn't even like he he might have been like in elementary school when MySpace was around. Right, right, right. So, but it was just like Mac Lamore got his break that much longer. Dude, I was listening to this podcast the other day where they they uh, it was like a special Patreon episode. There's a few uh, there's a few podcasts that I listen to that I'll, I'll throw extra money at to listen like Patreon special episodes and like uh, both of these dudes are like in the hip hop industry, but they talk about like conspiracy theories and shit. But like uh, on their Patreon episodes, they kind of just talk about whatever like trending shit and just kind of bullshit. Like at one point, they they read off the I guess like in certain music studios that have set of rules and the the tde uh recording studios which is like kendrick lamar's yeah top dog entertainment dude the the, the rules for that studio are the funniest shit i've ever fucking heard it was the stupidest shit it was like it was like sit there and look ugly for the homie it's a part of the it's a part of the recording process <laughs> if you should sit there and shut the fuck up you might get food out of the out of the like the budget and shit like just dumb shit. The funniest shit I'd ever fucking heard. <laughs> it was like a list of like ten things, just rules that you had like unless someone passes you weed, don't hit it. Don't ask for it or something <laughs> like that. Don't ask for it unless someone passes it to you. Like just dumb shit. It just made me laugh. It was just the stupidest fucking rules that it made me laugh so hard. You know, I don't know if this is gonna kill it, but you just had the most perfect setup that I don't even think you realized you had. <laughs> and now we're going to get into the rules on uh, Movember. All right. Off of that one. <clears throat> By the way, it was Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. I knew it was Ryan. <laughs> the whole time I was thinking, I could very easily look this up on my phone. <laughs> dude, I've had uh, interviews, like the podcast episodes, uh-huh. and I'm like, dude, I can look this up so quickly, and I'm sitting there struggling. Like, why <laughs> do I do this to myself? Have you watched that... Um Oh, uh, I can't even think of the the stand-up comedian, but he talks about, like, he's an older guy, and he talks about, like, the phones are insane. You know, you can look anything up on on the internet. You sound like uh, Jerry <laughs> uh, Seinfeld right now. It's not Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> it's um, Michael Mc... Uh, no, uh, what's his name? Ah, dude, I can't... I can't think of his name, but he, this this whole setup is, like... He's like, my buddy asked me, do you know who da-da-da is? And he's like, I do. Give me one second. I'm going to use the restroom real quick. And I come back 30 minutes later. And he's like, he was a, I remember we were talking about 45 minutes ago. He's like, that painter, I really love the way he painted. Da-da-da. Like, <laughs> I guess a like Jerry Seinfeld version of that would be Norm like what, what? Is what oh thinking. Norm McDonald oh fucking, I fucking love Norm I think McDonald. he's getting a show again too he's gonna be out I think uh, the Brea Improv like in February me and Emily are gonna go oh okay so if you guys wanna go, I fucking love Norm McDonald he's <laughs> the funniest motherfucker to me he always gets uh they always confuse him with Adam Carolla <laughs> and he always has like the best lines like well how the fuck should I know no, I think this last like stand-up special he talks about like uh doing acid as a kid <laughs> and he's like someone told me y- you can do this drug and then 10 to 15 years later you'll have something called a flashback and i went to my local drug dealer <laughs> i i said hey da, 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 is there a drug on the market where i can pay 15 dollars now and 10 years later <laughs> and it's so funny because he's like it's been 30 years. Nothing happened. And he's like, that's just big acid telling you more lies. <laughs> I fucking love Norm MacDonald. <laughs> I have like a $100 gift card to like Best Buy. 
I'm like trying to fucking rack my mind. Like, what the fuck do I want? Kind of want to, uh, like a new Bluetooth speaker. Cause like a, like headphones. Like I don't spend as much money as I used to. <laughs> dude, the Apple iP- the AirPods. Oh I yeah, love the, them, dog. Do you have dude? So like a Costco, they're like one twenty nine or something. Oh, that's shit like a good that. deal. Yeah, so I was like. Ah, oh, fuck, dude, I don't want to get them. Dude. But, like, I don't know if they fit the way the regular, like, because... They're exactly like the regular See, ones. I don't, they're big to me. Like, they hurt my ear, like the regular ones. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, because uh, I just got this phone, so it came with, like, new... And, like, this one doesn't have a... a fucking yeah, the, it has a... Jet, yeah. So, I was, like... So, I've been, like, using them, like, when Emily's asleep, and I, like, want to watch YouTube or some bullshit or listen to podcasts, like, I'll plug in those ones just because I have them on the side. It's like, ah, fuck, dude. Like, after a while, they start hurting really? inside of my ears, yeah. But I've seen, like, some some aftermarket things where they'll put, like... Because, like, Rubbers, do you remember, like, the... Yeah, the rubber cage. Yeah, or, like, the... Yeah. Just, like, the foam. Do you remember, like, the first iPods that used to come with, like, the foam? Well, yeah, because they were different shades. Yeah. Yeah. I like those. I like the little foam. Like, dude, I thought these had... Like, the, the when they switched it to the ones they have now, yeah. I thought they were the best thing ever. Dude, they fucking hurt. I have, uh... I have ones that I use at work, uh... Like I told you, like I, I type up reports for like the last like four or five hours of work, and like I just sit there at my desk and listen to podcasts and like JB. I don't know. There's some cheap ones, like thirty dollar ones, some Bluetooth ones. But those ones, I love those ones. Those ones fit fine. You should look into them because, like now, dude, actually the technology on uh, the AirPods mm-hmm. are a lot. I like the than what ease I of them because, like, even the ones I have now, they're like Bluetooth, but like they have like the, the ropes like dangling. The headphones themselves. They carry like a six hour charge. Oh, sure. That's but cool. the case, it holds like a 24 hour charge. Oh, wow. So there's times where like I won't charge them for like 24, like for like two weeks. That's cool. Because it's like once you put them in there charging and like I've never even drained the case. Like I've gotten to like 10%. I was like, damn, when was the last time I charged this? Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. It's like, that's how I felt like about when I got this phone. I was like, I had my old phone for like, I don't remember how many years, but like, like I'd wake up and like I'd like check Facebook or some bullshit on my phone. And like ten minutes later, like my battery was like at sixty four percent. I'm like, fuck, dude, I don't need any phone. <laughs> this battery sucks. I let this battery die the other day, and ever since it's been terrible. Really? Yeah. I don't think it's I've, like draining every. I don't think I've ever let a phone battery die. Well, you, technically, you're supposed. You're supposed to. to. My my brother is very. He knows exactly. Like like he's always like, I don't charge my phone all day. Sometimes I won't charge it for two days, and I'll just. I just plug it in when I'm going to work and when I'm heading home. And like, I don't know. I don't know why. Like, I, I don't remember being like that. Like when cell phones first came out, but like now I'm like, I think it's now that I don't have a cell phone and an iPod now that it's both the same thing. Like I can't let this die. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I can't let uh, it die. Take my eyes, but not this shirt. <laughs> you tried it this one yet? Mm-mm. I think Betty said she liked this one the most from that place. Emily's super into. Ciders. I told her that just reminds me of being hungover. Oh, it's Sonny's dumbass. Telling me to drink him. He was like, well, you're not supposed to get drunk again. Should have told me that shit like six beers ago, asshole. <laughs> have you ever been to... Um, Tastes like pineapple. Ogies? Tastes like tea. Like Brian a, hates that place. Really? Yeah, we've just dude, found... I've, dude, I've been there. I we just found out Brian years. hates it. I haven't been there in years, but the last couple... like, I've probably been there like a handful of times, like five times my whole life. And it's like down the fucking street. It's one of those places that's always there. There's always people there. And it's always cool when I go there. Like the food's good. The beers are cool. I've gone there for like Sunday mornings to go watch football with my cousins and shit. It's a cool spot. I just yeah. never fucking go. I used to take these full, the Marines, when like, oh, uh, I, I used to take was, them yeah. and shit. Yeah. Or like, let's go to OG's. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Do you still stay in touch with him? A little bit. Uh, just mainly Mark. Yeah. He has a kid now. I don't know shit. Yeah, I, I asked my brother sometimes. He's, like, he's got his buddies that he went to like college with and shit. And I was like, I never like, that's the one thing. Like, we didn't do that shit. Like, we didn't go away anywhere. So I was like, you still stay in touch with them? My brother's like, yeah, I still take like a few of them. For a long time, like, they had like a, a fantasy football league that they'd always do. But like now, like starting to die off and shit. Yeah, I still talk to like, well, I'm, I'm just. There's certain people like I always like I have my old engineer coworker. He's been out in Oakland for like probably the last like seven years. And every like two years we just like 
talk for like a month <laughs> and then it like dies out. I just recently went through my like Facebook friends list and I started like fucking unfriending all of a sudden. I'm like, I'm just like, dude, I've had no interactions with you since don't do that. High school. <laughs> I, I, it was like, I, I always used to joke with uh, Christian. I was like, I don't know what it is about your girlfriends that don't post on Facebook, but like, I'll, I'll see them. After you guys have broken up, like six months later, I'm like, oh shit, I forgot I was friends with this person. <laughs> like, dude, I was actually looking at uh, Facebook or not even their friend list. Uh, like, I'll go to their page because I'm not really active on Facebook. So then, like, the every once in a while, I'll go on Facebook. I was like, oh shit, I forgot about this person. Mm-hmm. And, I'll, and I'll click on them and I'm scrolling through like the latest post. But before you get there, you see their friend, they'll show you like friends that you're mutual friends with or like their top friends. And then I'm like, wait, how the hell does this person know this person? Yeah. And then and then I'll like click on them and it's like, oh, this person, this person, this person, this person are following them. Like, wait, how the hell do any of these people know? Like, I think I'm a I I think I'm more friends with this person than anybody, and I'm the only one not following them. What the <laughs> fuck? Have you ever tried to like a friend request someone and it's like someone you were like, dude, we had like 13 classes in high school and shit. We're cool as fuck. And then you're like, I tried to friend request someone like a while, like years ago, but I was like, they denied me. And I was like, well, all right, fuck it. All right. I guess, <laughs> well, see, we it's don't that. Be fucking friend shit. I think it's that. I'm like, wait, how the fuck are you? You know them because well, of me. You, what the fuck? Like, guess we weren't that fucking cool shit. You wouldn't even have friends on Facebook if it wasn't for me, dog. <laughs> like, I, I tried to friend request. Um, <laughs> Do you remember, uh, uh, she was like this, uh, do you remember Amy? She was like this Asian girl in high school. Yeah. She had a younger sister. Yeah. And me and Amy were cool. I, I remember I, like every math class I had, I had with her and I had like classes with her younger sister and shit. And like, I helped Amy fucking ditch school for the first time. Like <laughs> she was like, I've never done it. I'm scared. I'm like, you just got to fucking walk out. I'll, I'll walk out with you. I got to be back in class because I'm not going to fucking graduate. Like, unless I'm back in class, but I'll walk you out and I'll come back in. It's not that big a deal. And like, I tried to friend request her and she like denied me. I was like, Oh shit, I thought we were cool. What the fuck? <laughs> Your friends, are all these people I fucking know. What yeah. Fuck <laughs> well, that's what it is. It's like, wait, how the fuck are we not friends? But you're friends with everybody else I know. Eh, shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that, well, What's funny is because we were kind of talking about hip-hop earlier, and I think I've kind of been coming into, like, thinking, like, just let the kids have fun. I, I want to be like that, and honestly, like... But hip-hop's different. It's so much different. <laughs> Fuck, man. But that, it's, it's almost like it deserves its own genre at this point. Yeah, it does. It's not... Well, I personally, like, started seeing, like, hip, like, distinguishing hip-hop from rap. Like, yeah. if you want to be lyrical, that's hip-hop to me. If you right. want to be whatever else there is, that's rap. And There's now so we're many, getting uh, to I mean, a, just like any, any like, top genre, there's always going to be these, like, sub-genres of things, you know? And it's, I mean, like, I can remember the first time, like, I listened to Immortal Technique, and I was like, and it's like, oh, okay, so, like, the whole, like, political, you know, like... I'm trying to think like it was just like eye opening to me, especially like at the time where it was like the only political like in my like high school, junior high years, it was like Tupac, but it was like it, Tupac wasn't just political. Yeah, he was, you know, yeah, yeah, but he was at times. And so like that was all I had. And I think one of the realest things with him was, uh, like even I think Biggie talked about it. Like he's all like, it depends on which Tupac you're sitting down with. Yeah, and I I think I put a lot of respect to that because it's like you're not gonna win people over with one side. Like you know, I think he knew like, well, I gotta like entrap them with the style, but then I gotta hit them over the head with reality, a different way. Yeah, I th- I can't remember which album it's on. There's there's just one album. Uh, one of his early albums, I think the song's called like old school. And I think he, uh, dude, don't like, don't quote me on this. Cause it's been fucking years since I've like had all of the Tupac albums on my iTunes, but like it's called, I want to say the song's called old school, but he kind of pays homage to like the four elements. Like I remember him talking about like graffiti and DJing and shit like that. And old school. One of his older albums, like pre death row. 
I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about the conspiracy theory behind Tupac still being alive. And, like, it's so crazy because, like, you know, like, I remember researching this shit, like, downloading, like, do you remember that? I don't, I don't know how fucking real or not. I'm sure it wasn't real. But I remember, like, looking this shit up and, like, downloading weird videos and shit on, like, Napster and fucking LimeWare talking about, like, all the weird, like... At, on this music video, the fucking clock stops behind the fucking thing, and that was the same time he fucking died. Like, weird shit. Like, this was like when I was like a junior high, like, like downloading shit, like on a fucking, like, 54 kilobyte fucking, like, modem thing. Like, like, someone fucking calls and it stops your download, you know? Cool. <laughs> I remember I was so jealous of uh, fucking Franker because he had his own line in his room. So he could, like, download shit, like, without people calling unless his friends called. And he would just... That's fucking dope to me. <laughs> <laughs> it was a game changer. It's so funny. We were talking about my nephew earlier. And, like, he's, like, he's going to be 11 this year. And he's, like, he always says he's, like, the only one of kids in his class who doesn't have a cell phone. I was, like... Boy, when I was that age, I wanted a pager so fucking bad. <laughs> dude, I try to get a... I, dude, I might use all of this extra material just as, like... <laughs> when you give two fucking 30-year-olds some beers yeah, in, like, sure. two hours. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fine with me. <laughs> Shit. Was... That's what I was... Like, I told Emily... I was like nervous before I came over here and I was like, if like, as long as we have like a little time to chill before and like drink some few, like a few beers, I'll be cool. You know, just talk about bullshit. I'll probably cut most of this shit. I talk about out. She always talks about how, like when I get drunk, she's like, you talk about the, I can't fucking contain you on what you talk about. Like anything someone talks about, it reminds you of something else that has nothing to do with what they were talking about. Uh. <laughs> Like when I do that too, but like when people talk about something, I'll like try to like, like, well, this is what I know about it, but it'll be like, and sometimes I'll be like, you know what? That's too long of a story. We're not going to go down that path. No, I says when I'm drunk, I just completely hijack conversations. Yeah, you do. You were talking about like coloring with chalk in the backyard with your son. Like that reminds me of this one time I met this dude outside the movie theater (laughs) 13 years ago and he was drunk and this and like... So where does it shock? Yeah, I was like, what happened? How did that remind you of this? She's like, you scare my family. So like, what are you talking about? When, when Tom DeLonge got very popular again for his, I came out and, you know, like I talked to people within the government. So there's this, there's this, uh, fuck dude. I feel bad because I'm, I'm like talking about shit that I know I've heard, but I don't know like the specific names of, but there's this documentary essentially <clears throat> where I think this is essentially what's happened in Tom DeLong. So Tom DeLong so, of Blink-182 fucking went off the rails. Yeah. And even and the, Blink-182 and started, ended yeah, up dropping them yeah. because he was so into his conspiracy theories. So there's, the, there's this one story where. This dude who had like a farmland like adjacent to uh Air Force Base. And Area fifty one? No. Um not just an Air Force. Just, just, uh, an, Air just Force. an Air Force oh, okay. Base. And and he started noticing weird shit in the sky and he was like, I should go tell them. Like I should I don't know if they notice it, but I notice it and I should go tell the people that are in charge. So like he went and talked to these people from the Air Force and they essentially like he got pawned by like different parts of the government where they're like, you know, things that other, cause they were like, they sent like different parts of the government were trying to like make him something that he wasn't. And he ended up like, he was a pawn at the game. Yeah. So essentially what ended up happening is like, he got so deep into it where like, Different branches of the government were trying to fuck him over for different shit. They started sending him weird signals. They made the signals and like, and he'd be like, I caught this shit. Like I found this shit. And they're like, Oh, thanks. This is weird alien signals. And they were trying to see who he was going to talk to about this. And he ended up going fucking crazy. It was like some fucking farmer and like, he ended up like, and like eventually, like when it all happened, like the, the, 
on the documentary, the guy who was like, I'm the disinformation agent who told him all this. And years later, I tried telling him, dude, I, I, we made that all up because we wanted to see who we were going to sell this information to. And he's like, no, fuck you. I know you, you. Now you're trying to fuck me over. Like, this dude went fucking crazy. Yeah, because he totally went yeah. off the fucking rails. And then, like, it, so there's a few podcasts that talked about that particular story, essentially. They're like, this is what's happening in Tom DeLonge right now. This is exactly what's happening in Tom DeLonge right now. Like, he started getting into some shit that he didn't know, and he was a big figure in it. So they tried to see, like, who who would come to him with information about shit they don't know. And trying to make him, like, a big figure in the fucking UFO community and try to see what information comes to them and comes to him and that he can provide information to the government for. Dude, because what's crazy... Because, like, all the videos that his companies come out with, none of those are new. None of them are new. All of those are, like, 20 to 15 years old. None of them are new. All the videos that the Star Stars Academy has come out with, they're like, this is a UFO that the Air Force recorded, this and that. They've come out with like three or four videos. None of them are new. All of them are old. All of them. Dude, well, because like, you can see his downfall. I, the Blink-182 Greatest Hits, he came out with uh, Another Girl, Another Planet. What was the... I think, and then he came out with Angels, Angels and Airwaves. And, Airways, right, yeah. and then he even got two nuts for them. Yeah. That they dropped him. And then, like, he went back with Blink for an album. And then they were like, no. The podcast, the Blink the, the podcast, they do a four-part episode on him and that documentary where... They're like, this is, I think, what's happening to him. Like, and they tell the story. Like, this is what I think is happening to him. This is where it all started and shit like that. Damn, I might need Cleef. This is something I'm like intrigued on now. No, yeah, it's crazy because it's like it's it's weird. Like, and that's it. Like other podcasts I listen to, they're like, he's a piece of shit because he's essentially a disinformation agent. And doesn't fucking know it. So what does that mean? Disinformation agent is essentially like he's he's reporting shit that's not real to kind of like calm everything down. Oh. Like this isn't real, and this is the this is like and he's like a front man essentially. He's like, yeah, there's UFOs, but we don't know, and and our company's gonna fucking find out, but we don't know, and, and like. So wait, he came up down. with like a company to like the. To the Stars Academy is essentially like, and like that's the thing. Like, so like the podcast to listen to is very like, it's it's all joke based. Like, it's not like very serious, like fucking tinfoil hat. But like, they essentially like clown on him for like being a disinformation agent. And like, and he's like, he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Like, he talks about like I met this guy outside of Pentagon and shit like that. And they talk like, this and this bullshit and like, like. And like you, you hear his interviews and like, oh, he sounds like he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Well, I don't think he ever like, no. like I know big Blink One Eighty Two fans, and like all of us are like kind of like this fucker went off the rails and and but the he, story but he made songs about like and, UFOs but and shit. like yeah like right. big like Blink fans can see it like. You can see the like the slowly. Hey, but no, that's like ten years apart. I don't think that. But that's but that's essentially when he's interviewed about that song. He's like, "That's how I felt at that time." Yeah, but I think. Uh, and the but at the I'm same big so, into. So, there's another podcast I listen to, which is very. So I don't even want to like. It is very conspiracy theorist. It is very non-joking about everything that happens. It is very so like I've literally heard episodes where it's like the government is trying to put out 5G because they've been putting uh like nanobots in our blood through fucking like uh through the like uh you like, can't hear me this but and, this and, that. and when 5G comes out they will control all our brains like <laughs> I listen to those podcasts too not as it's it's for the fact that I like listening to that I 100% do not believe that, but I listen to those because I love conspiracy theories. 
But them too, like everybody talks shit. Like Tom DeLonge is one hundred percent not. He's a he's a pawn. Whatever the fuck he's talking about, dude. But that sucks so bad that like it's like he set up and then he's still the asshole. Yeah, I don't give a shit. It's his fault for falling it's for his it. Fault. <laughs> it's his fault, dude. It, I don't know my my teen years. Like that I, was blink hard. No, I know, I get it. <laughs> Dude, this shit. I love talking about the rabbit I hole. I love talking about fucking conspiracy theories because. Dude, no let's, one knows let's for do a sure. podcast I, I, because I love theories. it because no one knows for sure. I love it because no one knows for absolutely Because sure. nobody knows if you're full of shit or just full I, of shit. But that's the same thing. It's like. <laughs> I could be like fucking uh, Giorgio Salucas, some fucking. I don't even um, know who that is. Giorgio Salucas from fucking Ancient Aliens, the dude with the fucking crazy oh, hair. Oh, yeah, I like that guy. He, what, he makes really good memes. What What on earth makes him an expert in anything? Uh, anything. He's just some dude who's on the fucking History Channel who has no... Doesn't no he have his, like, a history? Like, a PhD in history? I don't think he has a PhD. <laughs> I don't believe he has a PhD. He has a master's. Listen, Giorgio Sakalis, if you're recording this, Adrian, I'm calling you out, motherfucker. Just kidding. <laughs> but seriously, oh. that's the funny thing about like, that's the funny thing about being into conspiracy theories is like, there's no way there's, to prove it. No, there's no way to prove it. There, there, I mean, there are some conspiracy theories that are very easily proven. Like, uh, there's every major city in America, like in the 1920s, had great public transportation. And it's been proven through documents and paperwork and lawsuits and shit like that, that all of the big oil companies, like, sued people to get out of it. It's documented. Big oil companies sued people and took companies over to get out of public transportation that's proven but there's certain things where it's like no one knows no one knows and there's no way to prove it and i love that about it it's it's such a big question mark i like talking about that shit no one knows dude uh when i when i created the idea of this podcast a second idea that came to me was called um bullshitting over beers i love that and uh, you, this episode is really living up to that right now i dude i got like logos and everything dude, made for that shit if you're ready <laughs> i'm down to bullshit over beers 24 dude i'm down to do this shit watch out I for love, that series i guys. love bullshit over beers that's my favorite <laughs> shit every time like i have shit to say about nonsense 24 7 <laughs> shit that does not matter to anybody else i'm down to talk about that all right. Shit. Depending on how good this does on oh, listens, gonna, podcast two, it's gonna be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are they talking about? If this does good, I might hit you up every week. We need okay, to do okay. the bullshitting over beers. I'm down.